Way, the podcast. I'm your host, Gina McLean, author of the book, Find Your Way, and writer under the name Seeker and Sage. It's a joy to be bringing this content to you, and my hope is that it finds its way into your mind and heart, nourishing you and supporting you as you find your way. Good morning and welcome back to the podcast. I've got Megan sitting beside me again. Yay! Good morning. I just want to tell everyone straight up, right, this is what Jada just said to me about a minute ago. Let's not be stupid for once and get straight into it. <laughs> so that's what I'm doing. I'm not going to be stupid. Getting straight into it. And we're only just having our second cup of tea of the day. Well, I am. Yeah. Have you? I've had a dandy chai in between, but I don't count that as tea because no. it's got no... Caffeine. Yeah. Mm. So we said let's do it different this morning. We've we've actually made a pot of tea and um, we've each got our cup. We're drinking it as we as we make this podcast. So this is the first of three episodes that we're going to do together. And let's say we're, we're going to do them bang, bang, bang because we want to get them out yeah, okay. yeah, before Christmas. That's Jen as well telling me, make it three in a row, Megan. And three in a row. Say you want to wake up. <laughs> I've heard it. I've heard it. I'm listening. So, um, yeah, this is the first of three. And what we wanted to bring you was, in each of the next three episodes, some really practical tools. Tools. And understanding around the tools that we use that help us find our way. So these are our go-tos, aren't they, Megan Jane? They are. Mm. They are our go-tos. And we did want to... We did want to get really real about how each of us, the, the things that we have found so beautiful and useful in everyday life or when challenge and change comes up, mm. because it's all well and good to um, kind of talk around about how we look after ourselves, but we wanted to get into the nitty gritty of it, of what's worked for us. And because we are so different and, you know, and I'm different to my sister and and other family members and other friends, so what works for me mm. is what works for me. And we just ask that people try things and give mm. them a fair crack, though, because yeah. we're very easy to say, oh, yeah, I tried that, it didn't work. Mm. Um, so give them a fair crack and... They'll, you'll choose the thing that is best for you at the time. But today we're going to talk about journaling and you're going to talk about journaling, mm. which is absolutely amazing, and I'm going to talk about EFT tapping. Mm. So will we start? Yeah. Okay. So I know that Gina does a lot of journaling. I could. I feel like I could nearly make that into a song, a little. Anyway. Um <laughs> And I know that she does different types of journaling and throughout the years I've said to her, you know, well, what, because she does a thing called Morning Pages, she can talk about that. Do you want to talk about that first? I just wanted you to keep going with where we're going with oh, that. Um, <clears throat> different journaling for different things. Now, if That's I true. said to Gina, if I said, Gina, hmm. how many journals are you currently actively using at the moment 
Yes, I am currently using my morning pages journal. I have to say what they are because I'll and count them off my fingers. My yeah. morning pages journal, which lives beside my bed. Mm. I have this ongoing journal that um, I pick up and do a lot of processing in at any given time yes. of the day or week. Um, there's another one I can see on the floor over there that I've just started that I'm using for the journal prompting that I'm doing at the moment on Instagram and it goes to Facebook in my stories. Oh, yes, yes. Five days of the week. So I'm I'm recording those little explorations in that different journal. Mm. Um, there's another journal there that's kind of like an overarching um, theme for the year of this gigantic transformation I seem to be experiencing, mm. um, not just as a COVID result <clears throat> at all. That's just one small part of it, but it's just me as an, an individual hitting the five decades um, and the, with the changes my children have, have gone through and us as a family and moving house. So that's another thing. Um, yeah. Anyway. Are we, are we up to four? There's probably five. Okay, because <clears throat> as you're speaking, I'm thinking historically, like as a teenager, I journaled and journaled and journaled. <laughs> now, they could be sold in a museum one day. It'll be all about boys. Yeah. Mostly. Boys and friendship, it'll be that. But that was the type of journaling where you would where you would declare your undying love for no need to say names. Mm. MS for Tia. And um and bitch about your parents. <laughs> complain about your parents. Yes. And um and friendship stuff, right? Mm. And then I'm thinking, what a lot of adults, if you said to adults, oh, you know, tell me about journaling, what's journaling mean? And I, I reckon at the moment a lot of people would say, oh, you know, we should all have a gratitude journal. Mm. And that might be their scope of understanding about journaling. Mm. But but what we're going to talk about and what you're going to explain to us, and I particularly, I don't know a lot about morning pages. I think I've been avoiding it. Um but I know a lot about processing, so I'm just calling that the processing journal for the moment. Mm. So so what would you like to cover today? Let's cover morning pages because mm. I think that's really important. And obviously processing journal. Mm. And is there another one you'd like to cover? You can tell we're heavily prepared. Um, well, that's probably enough at the moment. I, I like that because they're both significant. So, mm. so tell us what, what's morning pages about? Well, Morning Pages is Julia Cameron, who's just a divine woman and um, very creative woman, and she's a prolific writer, and she wrote... What does that mean? Oh, she's written stacks of screenplays, oh. poems, music, scores, so she kind of can write anything. Mm. Non-fiction, What's though, her name? Julia Cameron. Julia Cameron, okay. The Artist's Way is the name of the book that outlines... It's it's twelve. It's like based on a twelve step recovery program, yeah, right. which is awesome. Mm. And it's like you recovering the artist within you. Mm. And she, but the word artist or term artist is not at all meant for just the wood turner mm. or the pottery mm. maker or mm. the sewer, Painter like anything. Or, yeah. yeah, it's it's completely open. It's it's. She's basically saying we've all got an artist within us. But even if you take that aside and you just apply it as a person. She has one of two things, and we'll just talk about this one morning pages. She just says, and she gives the instructions, and the book is fantastic. So is her website. I haven't looked for a little while, but um, you go to, you buy a cheap exercise book, so just a really cheap, crappy one from the supermarket or Office Works, 
So you don't, you're not placing any pressure on yourself by buying this beautiful yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, okay. And it okay. really, I can tell you from experience, it makes a world of difference to have a cheap, crappy journal that means nothing. Full permission. I, I, I think I know why. Is it because, like, I've, I buy your beautiful journals and, a, and, a, and an awesome friend of mine bought me the most beautiful journal. And because it was so beautiful, mm. I kept putting off writing in it because I'm mm. like, oh, what will I use this one for? But you're saying go mm. for it, right? No, I'm keep saying going, go so. Use the cheap, shitty ones, but also, oops. Um, yeah. So, so you've got your exercise book and you write... Not full scap or A4, just your regular exercise school book. And you write three pages every day and you write on one side of the page while I do. And you just start and you stop at the end of the three pages and you do it every single morning. And it's stream of consciousness, which means it's just what's going through your head and you don't have to make sense and you don't have to go there with an idea. It's just you just record what you're thinking. So, so can you give me can you give everyone an example? Oh, it could getting be, in too much into your personals? Well, it could be just something like, um, oh, my goodness, I'm so tired. I was awake from 2 o'clock till 4 o'clock this morning. I need a cup of tea. Oh, what did I have to do today? I had to pick up that suit and those groceries. Oh, I wonder if I'm going to call such and such today. Like, it yeah. can just be... What, what your brain does, Yeah, basically. just what your brain does. And, and the, what's the purpose of it? The purpose is to just get that stuff out of your head. Yeah, I love it. And onto the page. I love it. And I remember my beautiful niece, one of them, um, Caitlin, if you're listening. Um, Hi, Caitlin. Was, we were talking about you this morning. We were. <laughs> um, we were, but what we were, what I'm saying now is there was a time when um, Kate was going through a bit of a um, challenging time and morning didn't suit her. So I said to her, okay, Julia Cameron says morning pages, but if you need to write them at night time because that suits your lifestyle and your work better, just do it. Because I still think it's better than not doing it. Well, and also the, the 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 beautiful gift to yourself of not taking everything to bed. Yeah. So what you're doing is you're getting it all out of your head and your heart, hopefully, Get it out. and onto the page. And what? But you don't go back and read it. You don't share it with anyone. So so there's quite a Important lot. Points. Yeah, they are. It's just for you to go there, basically. What happens, though, after you do it every day, you just, you just don't give yourself a day off. Mm, mm. But what, what happens is as the weeks and months go by, um, like I now, there's hardly any of that blah, blah, blah stuff. There's a whole lot of – but I have had a big – there's been a lot going on. Mm, so, so there's mm. always a lot to talk about and write about that I'm processing in a big way. So it's not very often that I start the pages like that, but – it's just complete permission to meet yourself where you're at, which is why I love it and I think it is worth trying. I was going to say, and often when I'm working with people, I'm talking about how do you start your day? Mm. You know, and if you listen to Joe Dispenza, he'll talk about how we're in repetition and that's why our days are so mirrored to one another, right? Yes. And But if you start your day, it's a type of releasing, Yes. Right. So if you start your day releasing, so it's like you're, you're um, emptying your system, your brain mm. and your energy system, you're emptying it so you can start afresh. That's nice. It is. And you will, you'll notice what changes is that some sparks of inspiration, insights, revelation, ideas, it won't always be the blah, blah, blah. 
what happens is if you it's like a ritual but mm. if you turn up every day what happened and do this it only takes me I, I write really quickly but and it's all handwritten it's not you know there's no computer involved but um what happens is it'd be like just doing your um your yoga practice every morning mm. or your mm. for, for our daughter um her exercise regime every day mm. like your body mm. gets used to it your mind gets used to it and it looks forward to it. it and you end up coming to it with a little bit of curiosity which is mm. what we want we've, yes. we've talked about that in find your way and we have in the podcast and you can see yourself in a different way you can see yourself actually mm. you, you just like megan has said in the podcast before to to stand outside yourself you do you mm. cannot help but become more self-aware Yes. You can't help it. And that is why, um, I guess, you know, that's how Find Your Way came. I, I've been doing morning pages since we met Ivan Honey. No. So we're up to 15 years or something since I've done it, pro like, every, yeah. Val. I do thank Ivan for reintroducing me to that. Um, so. And it, hi, Ivan, by the way. Yes. Hello, Ivan. <laughs> um, so it is. It, it, so it's not just about the dumping as we're talking about and the getting it out of your system and the starting the day fresh and releasing the old. You are getting to know yourself really well. And then you'll and question this is what we want. You'll we question want to know ourselves we really do. well. We do. And we want to find our way, our way, as Megan said at the beginning of this episode, we each have our own, you know. Um, mm. we will all have our own unique way and I say that in the book and I don't want you to just do what we do or what someone else does you really do need to practice it for yourself and see what it feels like for you and I'm also suggesting don't just do it for three or four days mm. because your brain is going to want to take you back to your old habits of whatever else you used to do every morning mm. your brain will go oh you've done it for three days in a row that's a really good job don't worry about it this morning you can have a day off or you start again on Monday mm. But don't let your brain trick you into um, giving up too soon or too early. I mean, what what's not to love about what you've just talked about? Mm. And you can write that down. You can actually write. I don't ever want to write this morning, yes. and I'm hearing this yeah. book, and I wish yeah. that I wasn't. Yeah. And, okay, so tell me before we go to the next thing, mm. Gina. When you've finished your exercise book, you've written in a whole book. Mm -hmm. What do you do with it? Well, I did keep them. And then I realised it's way too much to keep and it's, it doesn't need to be kept. And mm. It's actually really a really good thing to do for yourself is to destroy them. So in a healthy way, I burnt them. Mm. took me hours, but it was worth it. Um, and I've accumulated again a stack, so there'll be a burning again soon. Yeah. So, I've got so, some stuff to burn. Let's burn mm, some stuff together. Yeah. So I do – you do need to keep them – tucked away they're not for other people to read and and I imagine not necessarily for you to reread no. either no the only time I, I got into this little trick but that's because I also like to write and I get ideas through the the morning pages I get these ideas mm. when I get an idea I keep writing the three pages but because I only write on the right hand side of the page Mm. This is another reason to buy a cheap exercise book because it mm. just doesn't matter that you're writing on one side. Yes. On the other side that's blank, the left side is blank, mm. I just write a little note or I put an asterisk. Nice. That's my little addition to how I kind of um, keep track of 
some great idea. Yeah, I love it. I also write so quickly that it's not all that easy to read my yeah. words. So, so but, it which is, is irrelevant, really. Yeah, no, that's except right. For, except for anyone but you. Mm. Okay, let's talk about what we call the processing journal. Yes, yeah, so that's one that I do have actually a few different journals doing that. Mm. And the processing is I'm going to that journal with a deliberate purpose mm. and, I, and I've got some issue or experience, um, some great sadness or um, could be anything that's triggered a, a, a significant event or anything that's triggered a very strong emotional response. Yes. And so your feelings, are, particular feelings are really, really big. Yes. And you're going to the journal to what? I go to the journal. If I gave you a real-life example, let's give you an example that maybe many people can relate to. Yes. This year I turned 50. Okay, we're saying it. I turned 50 in June. And some for some people, any birthday is significant mm. for whatever reasons. Mm. Birthdays are significant to me because I, I look back at the last year and I'm very reflective by nature. But ten, a 10-year ten span, like a decade, is a mm, lot to look mm. back on. And also, um, I don't know, as we know as a society, 50 has this feeling to it that, you know, everyone um, may approach in a different way. So I was feeling quite heavy with it, mm. um, not light and filled about it. So, so you took the heavy feeling to I the journal? I took it to the journal and I, I, just, I just started with how I'm feeling about, you know, it's my birthday, I'm turning 50, I can't believe it. And I'm just describing and explaining to myself, I suppose, because, again, it's not for anyone else to read. It's just validating mm. how I feel mm. and then what do I need. I'm not necessarily asking those questions, but that's what's happening. Okay, so let's get it, let's get a really real again. Mm. How, how, <laughs> what's the word I'm looking for? How putrid mm. can it look on that page? Well, actually, now that's a different journal. Is it? Well, yeah. Oh, see, I would have called that your processing journal. No. I what use something else for that. Your splatter journal. Well, that's a great word for it. Mm. But that's, I don't use a journal, I use paper. Oh, Remember? I, okay. do, I do this thing called Journal Speak. You could look her up, Nicole Sachs, her name is. And that is the putrid blah, blah, blah. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Yeah, th that's, you know, yeah, pretty revolting. And I do burn that instantly. I don't. Yes, so I yes. do that on I in pages. That yeah. But the other thing that Megan's talking about, yes, there can be some really vile thoughts, mm. some really heavy, dark, um, yeah, and then some just a lot of grief. There can be, you know, it can, mm. it, it can take all forms. I'm usually, I'm looking for some, for me, I'm looking for a place. It's like a refuge, the journal. Mm. I'm going to this place to bear my heart and soul. Again, it's just for me, no one else. But it's not stream of consciousness. I'm going with this purpose. I feel so hurt, sad, upset, ripped off, whatever, triggered about this thing. And I'm going to take it here. And I'm going to explore what this means for me. Okay. And, 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 and what actually, what does this mean for me? And why am I so upset? So you're writing out your thoughts, your beliefs at the time, 
details of perhaps an event mm -hmm. in the hopes that it will bring you some clarity around what it means for you. Yes. That, I think that's what you're saying, is it? And ultimately, it's got to be some kind of, I think, healing. Like, mm. um, Well, the healing, the healing is in the... Potentially in the writing, In the right? process. That's true. Yes, yes there is. There, so there is healing in the process. Thank yes. you for saying that. Just doing the process yes. helps me. Yes. But I also, because I am a words person and words of affirmation is one of my highest love languages, yes. um, for me to express myself in words and mm. um, feel myself in words yeah. and see the words, I do go back and read this stuff. Uh, it's not like the other journal. I do go back because I want to – if I, I will get an insight or a revelation mm. or a real mm. um, healing sort of um, statement might come out mm. and I'm like, wow, that's really helped me and, and I find some peace. I'm able to forgive, like whatever the thing is or maybe there's an action I need to take or maybe I just close the book for the day and I'm it's still there but it's not as strong. I feel like I've addressed it. Yes. So it feels twofold to me because I'm talk I talk to people about this this sadness or this feeling, this energy sitting in their body. Mm. And so I say to them when you write, if you picture the energy sitting in your body and it's coming out and down your arms into your hands mm. onto the paper, right? So mm. there's that type of release anyway. Yes. But you're also talking about if I explore this with words through journaling, then I have a far greater opportunity to learn something from the feeling because the feeling yes. is a messenger, right? So yes. you could be driving down the street and you see a friend and she's with another friend and you're like, I didn't get invited to that, whatever it might be. Mm. The feeling comes... You can't quite shake it. It's sitting with you and you don't, you don't want it to sit with you the whole day and you don't want it in, to turn it into a story about someone else because it's not about someone else. It's about you. Mm. You take it to the paper. Mm. Take it to the paper. Now, mm. that's nice. I like that. That mm. could be a Facebook post. Mm. Write it down. Um, and she is. <laughs> I've just bossed her. Sorry, Jenna. Apologies. Um, <laughs> you, you take it to the paper to see what you can learn from feeling triggered. Yes. And I'm thinking about the tagline for Find Your Way, which is grow through challenge and change to live a more meaningful life. Mm. So that is the underscore of everything I write in that book. It is exactly mm. what you said. It is about learning about ourselves and, as we said before, knowing ourselves, caring about ourselves and what we're going through, growing through all of these experiences and creating meaning. I, I am often going back to make my own meaning, a meaning meaning from an experience that is empowering and, you know, yeah. um, empowering and kind mm. to me mm. and nourishing for me. Well, it's an act of self-love, isn't it? Mm. And so instead of being this woman that's carrying around this feeling all day like a bloody heavy mm. suitcase, is that you're doing something, you're honouring it yes. in, and you're not judging yourself no. and you're doing something with it. Yes. Beautifully said, Megan. Oh, I love I love those two and apologies that I got them mixed up because the processing journal is I'm going to splatter everything I feel and think onto this page and then I'm going to burn the shit out of it. 
Yeah, no. Like, I'm not going to keep it. But anyway, we, we yeah. might get to that another time. Yeah. Yeah, so look, um, there are other, other journals to keep and try, but just one last thing before we move on to EFT tapping. If you are interested, now I, I'm, I don't need to be given a prompt. I, I am so wired yes, this way, yes, right? Yes. I, I, so You're what, well versed in your journaling. Yeah. So, um, but what I am doing for people is I have taken many of the one-line statements from Find Your Way and I've put them on a slip of paper and I've got them all curled up and they're in my journal jar and I'm pulling one of those prompts out a day. So I'm kind of taking pe giving people a chance, taking people to mm. themselves mm. through a prompt and they are exploring, discovering, learning, growing through these prompts. And, and so, so, so where can they go? Face, your Facebook page, Second yeah, Sage, yes. Instagram. Instagram definitely is the best because they're saved in highlights. Okay. So people can they, I put them in stories, but there's she also... Put COVID in there. Yeah. There's I didn't also, even know there was a thing called highlights. I'll show you later. Okay. You, well, what, haven't you saved any of your things in highlights? None of your business. Um, we'll address that later, everybody. But I'll tell you what Gina's <laughs> also doing. So, so what she's saying is go to her Instagram mm. and for a little taster, mm. do the prompts with her because it's, you know what, we all need a little nudgy nudge to to get cracking on something but i'll tell you what else Gina's doing now i haven't run this by but i'm going to say oh. this is. um she's going to run in the new year now i don't know what month you should see her face i think i, I think i've taken over as a business manager I can hardly manage my business <laughs> <laughs> she's going to run some face-to-face -face journaling where you come to her in a small group and she's going to take you through it beautifully in a nourishing, supportive environment where you can learn it in your face-to-face, -face, in your real worlds. That's what she's going to do. Oh, she, well, she is. She's just being a little bit silly about it. <laughs> Look, well, I haven't said it out loud for a little while. But oh, I have. <laughs> yeah, Megan has. Yeah. Um, and now you have to because mm, everyone's heard it. She's heard it. Okay, so, yeah, if you want to know more, go to... The website and which is continuing to grow and um yeah and i put a resource up if you haven't started getting my newsletter there's a little resource attached when you first sign up to the newsletter and it's five key questions they're the best questions you could ever you should see megan's face now they're mm. the best questions you could be asking yourself weekly or you could go daily this is what you take to your processing journal this is what you would take to that and they're there everyone gets them for free and I have got some other resources that I'm going to put up. So just follow it, okay? Follow it, follow it. <laughs> www.seekerandsage.com <laughs> That's right. Now, we're almost at full time. So let's move on to something that Megan has taught me so much about. Mm. It's called EFT, mm. Emotional Freedom Technique. Techniques, yeah. And we're talking about tapping. Mm. Yeah, okay. So when I speak with women, young women, older women, anyone that comes into my office really, I'm talking to them about and empowering them with resources that they can take away 
for the times in their life where they're feeling challenged or they've got change or they've just got big, heavy emotions, right? Mm. Well, and, and they don't even need to be big emotions, as you'll know, as we keep speaking. Mm. But anyway, so tapping is one of my most favourite resources. So so I've been talking to people for, you know, over 28 years, a lot of talking. Mm. And I can say, so I've been doing EFT for, I think, I think this January it might be four years. Mm-hmm. And I was told about it by an amazing EFT practitioner up in Coffs Harbour by the name of Julie Vandermark, who works on Zoom. She's amazing, particularly with um, trauma. Mm-hmm. And she told me about this woman called Peter Stapleton. So I flew myself up to the Gold Coast four years ago, I think it was in January, mm-hmm. and um, spent three days doing EFT for professionals right to, to use in the workplace now by the by Peter Stapleton is one of the best presenters I have ever come across in mm. terms of training she is absolutely amazing she's a psychologist up on the Gold Coast and she's the queen of the queen of tapping really mm. um, in my mind um, but she's very well known for her research she's written a book called the science behind tapping so tapping looks funky, right? Mm. And it looks weird and it is absolutely amazing. Mm. So what do I want to tell you about it? So one of the things I love about tapping, and because you can't see us and you can only hear my voice, what I want to say to you is go to um, Google Peter Stapleton, P-E-T-A Stapleton, and, and you can search her on YouTube too, and she's got some videos there. You can also look up Jules Vandermart in Coffs Harbour and there's also another absolutely amazing EFT practitioner who lives in Western Australia by the name of Katie Walker. And I think on Facebook she's Katie Walker EFT, I think. I'll put the links in the notes, the show notes. I don't have anyone's permission to give their information but they'll be fine with it. Well, anyway. it's, we're just leading people to, yeah, to these yeah. resources, these and, wonderful and, and people. And both, both Katie and Jules are trainers. So they, they train in Level 1 and 2 EFT. Uh, Julie trains in Evidence-Based EFT and they both have their individual private practices. Uh, amazing, amazing women. Anyways, so one of the things I love about EFT is that it's you don't have to go to a practitioner to do it. Mm. So, so yes, go to a practitioner for, for the big stuff because that is challenging to do on your own um, and they guide you through it. But you can use EFT any time of any day. And so you're using two fingers to tap on certain points of the body, so acupressure points, to relieve uh, and release emotions. Mm. So... My version of that is, let's tap the shit out of that, right? Mm. So someone will come to me with a story um, that they don't like, that they kind of wish had never happened, and we can tap on it. And what it does is tapping on these points, again, my version, and apologies, Peter Stavell. Now, she's not going to be listening to this, but I just make up my own little versions of this stuff. So... The, the stress centre of the brain and the memory centre of the brain are in constant communication with each other, right? So when an event's happened in our past um, that we've got some, uh, we, we're still carrying trauma around it, when we get 
when something, when a similar event happens or we smell the smell or we, we see the thing or we hear similar words, our memory centre goes, oh, I know what that feels like. And it shoots down to the stress centre and the stress centre goes, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I remember that. And our body flares, right? So it's, it's like we talked about in um, episodes, don't know, two or three, where we talked about um, we can feel something now, mm. but it is the aftermath of what we experienced when we were six. Yes. Right? Yeah. So tapping cuts off the communication between the um, hippocampus and the amygdala. So you've still got the memory, but you don't have the emotional response to the memory. Wow. Does that make sense to you? Yes, and I love it so much. Yeah, yeah. So... And, and I was introduced to it by Julie when I went up there for a little holiday at her house and I spent, you know, the first two hours crying on the beach. And <laughs> that was last time I thought, oh, this is going to be a freaking good holiday. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I went to Julie and Julie goes, oh, I'm going to do a tapping session with you. So she took me into her tapping room and she did an hour's tapping session with me. And the next day she said, oh, you know, how are you feeling? And I said, yeah, really good, thanks. And what will often happen for me, I could be on the floor crying and tapping and clearly something that feels really, really big. A week later, I can't even remember what I've tapped on. That can happen, right? Yes. But another beautiful thing about tapping is because you're releasing the emotional attachment to something. Yes. So that, that emotional foggy brain, which which can't make rhyme or reason of anything, right? Yeah. Um. It clears that emotional fog for the clarity to come in of what to do next, for the messages to come in, mm. for for receiving, right? Because it's very hard to receive mm. um, when the brain's foggy. But I've taught it for kids to do at school. I go, take yourself into the toots, darling. You know, if they've got friendship stuff, if, um, if they're triggered by something at school... Um, women in the middle of the night to tap, which I did last night, thank mm, you very much, mm. um, when they can't sleep. And do you know what? You can tap on anything, yes. on anything. You can tap on food cravings. You can tap on physical pain. You can tap on past memories, any type of emotion. You can tap on your partner not clearing out the shed. Yeah. Right? Because like we have said in the past, when we can't change the story, we want to be able to work with how we feel about the story. Yes. Right, which is so, so super important. So as a woman who knows how to look after herself, mm. I will, if something is feeling too much for me, too big, too heavy, I will mm. tap on it myself. Mm. And it could just be a day-to-day -day feeling, mm. right? Mm. And if it's big, well, basically I'll call Katie. Yes. And I'll say, Katie, potato. Yeah. Uh, Megan needs a session. So, and that is self-love, right? Because I'm not willing to continually hold on to things that are hurting me. Yes. I'm not willing to do it. I, I, I want to love life too much for me to hold on to things and to continue in patterns and emotions that are bringing me down. And beliefs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't we uncover yeah. some... Oh, massive, massive. <laughs> And let's not even go down. But, but you know, because there's some other funky things yeah. you can do with tapping. Yes. But, if, uh, sorry, did you want to say something? 
There you go. Well, I was going to say, if you look up those beautiful people mm. that we spoke about earlier, they will take you through the points. There'll be something, there'll, there'll be resources there that take you through the points. So there's eight points to tap on. Mm. Um, yes, it looks funky. Yes, it looks weird. And yes, it is absolutely amazing. It has been one of my greatest gifts. As a, as a guinea pig, mm. like truly, I, I didn't know anything about it and Megan... Off she went on her journey with it and she taught me how to do it and we have sat together and tapped through some hard stuff. And then she put me on to Craig Weiner, who is another one of her... Oh, love him. Yeah, she does. I do too. Mentor yeah. for a period of time, yeah. a tapping yeah, teacher and mentor. She him, has. Yeah. So she's learnt great stuff from this incredible, beautiful man. And so I have um, done sessions with him. I'm sitting here with the um, computer and he's in the States. Yeah, mm, the States, mm, Seattle. Yeah. Mm. And, uh, and we're tapping together and it really so, – so I've learned a lot from Megan. I've then and, – and sessions with her, I've gone to sessions with him through, the, through Skype and then I know enough that I can tap for myself. Mm. I also, um, you know, read what I read and whatever. So – and whatever stuff Megan says – I just go with it. Like when she learns something new, so I'm very lucky to have her so handy. But whenever she learns something or discovers something or taps for herself and says, oh, my goodness, I did a tapping session and this happened, I'll be like, oh, I'm going to try that, you know. But basically I I know I, I learned enough that I can do it for myself and I am saying to you it is Amazing. such an incredible well, I, I just, it's so great having this as a go-to. It is a go-to and I don't mm. need to look in the mirror to see where to put my fingers to tap. And I've just discovered, I don't know, on Instagram, mm. you know, Nick Ortner's oh, yeah, The Tapping Solution. Mm. But what Very I, well known. What I love about that, I'll put that in the notes too, is he's got these great little images and he's got mm, the little the diagram points. of the yes, tapping points yes. and then he just explains in, in two lines what that's that that point releases or oh good and oh yeah that is very so good. for someone that's, like that's me yeah. who doesn't know all the stuff Megan's learned I just have this really quick and easy reference I go oh no wonder I like that particular point yes, today yes like yes. there's there's one I love the collarbone point yeah so so no wonder um it is just as a as a new person to it yeah I'm just saying to you um it really is a fantastic gift to give to yourself in terms of daily life it's it... yeah and so, so what Gina and I are talking about over these three sessions is that to have the to, as a human being to have the resources to take care of yourself mm. in times of distress or hardship mm. or you know challenge and change and I can say that tapping is something that I would just love everyone to have because mm. you've always got it with you is yes. the thing always you can tap while you drive you can tap while you walk you can tap when you're at home right yeah. you can tap in the backyard you can right you, I could be here at a barbecue and you know Rolly not cook my sausage properly <laughs> and I could go <laughs> and I could go and tap in the toots because <laughs> I'm upset with Rolly yeah but it is truly amazing. And the, I think the last thing I want to say is that um, when people come to my office and we and we do do lots of talking and exploring and learning and, and uncovering, right, and mm. shared wisdom within my office, 
But there are times when I say to them, talking is not going to release this, this problem, this situation, this event. We have to tap on it, darling. Mm. Um, and now they'll start off rolling their eyes and I'll say, don't roll your eyes at me, excuse me. And we would tap and then I'll get a message a couple of days later and say, oh, my God, Megan. Oh. You know, so it is. That's awesome. It is powerful, is it what is I'm powerful, saying. Yes. So, so look it up. It's powerful and it's empowering because you you don't need anyone else to do it. Is what Megan's saying. Unless it's big stuff. Unless it's big stuff. But if you can learn it and um, and then be able to apply it to yourself for yourself whenever you need it, do it, learn it. Yeah, and there is so much out there to read and. There's videos like... And do it well, right? Mm. I'm really big on doing it well mm. um, because you are talking about your problems while you're tapping. You're not just trying. You're not just tapping in good stuff. You've got to tap out the crap first before you tap in the good stuff, right? So I'm saying learn it well. Yes. So you could contact Katie or Jules. Look, I don't, I don't even know if they do this, but I'm going to say they are. I'm just telling everyone what to do in their business today. Mind your own business, Megan. <laughs> Um, they could te- they're going to teach you how to tap anyway. Yeah, that's right. You, you learn I it mean, by I doing it. I mean, I teach you how to tap, but you've only got till Christmas to contact me. That's a whole other story, and I don't think we're going to talk about it anyway. Right. But what I think what Megan's saying is, though, if you book in with a, an EFT practitioner, mm. then they... They you're, teach you're, how to tap. You're, you're learning by doing. You're learning yes. by doing it. You're, you're, so, again, it's that double or triple... Bonus. But you could also say modality. to them, I want you to teach me mm. how to tap on my own. Yeah. Because that's what I do with clients. I do I've done quite a bit of teaching them how to tap on their own. Yeah. Gina, we're at the forty two minute mark. Right. Well, I we, think that's enough. We could go for days. We won't go for days. We'll we'll conclude now and we'll pick up again next week. But there's a whole lot there for you people to think about and look into, do some research on journaling and tapping. Mm. They may be something you already go to, but you don't go to them as often as you could or as fully as you could. Do you know what we might talk about next week? Can You oh, you might make a note of it because I spoke to a beautiful young woman yesterday and I said, let's talk about daily devotion so my daily devotion consists of this, this, this and this, right? Mm. So your daily devotion to yourself, for yourself, to love yourself mm. is to do your morning pages mm. and mine is to tap and other things that yeah. we're going to. So, so yeah. what's your daily devotion? We might start with that next week, Gina. I've made a note. I feel like I, th- I think that I'm the boss of this podcast now. Yeah, I, I think, think she does too, everyone. Let us know what you think about that. <laughs> <laughs> if that's coming Who through. Who are you voting for? <laughs> um, all right. Well, listen, I'll put those Resources. links yeah, mm. in for people and um, just think about what your go-tos are. And have a great weekend because you might be listening to this on a Saturday. And take it on your walk. See you later. Thanks, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye.